listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Arlita Hall, and Arlita talks about the experience of uh, when her dad passed away. This week, I sat down with Elaine Golden, and Elaine told me about a bad date that got a little got a little sloppy. Here's Elaine Golden. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I thought I uh, I was I'd tell you about uh, one summer I lived in New York City. I was interning there, and it was right after I graduated college, and I went on a ton of dates, just so many dates, just <laughs> pretty much all of them. Um, I barely dated in college because I was like only into books. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I I went went on some pretty bad ones, and one in particular, I uh, I met this guy, and he was such a he was such a he was such a dick. <laughs> like know, I've met some really bad men on the internet. Like I don't know if it's just because it's more of a mix of like you could meet anyone, but like oh yeah, I've had some dates where I'm like, yeah, they don't care if I live or die. Like yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, no. And I think this one was really unique for me, too, because I had just, you know, I I was like such a like I maybe a little sheltered person. And I had never really seen like people be full fledged assholes yeah. in the wild like that. Sociopaths. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did. I was like, I have to do this whole date and see this whole guy's life. I felt like I it was like a. Um, ethnography just out in the wild for the first Wait, time where are you from i'm from south florida oh interesting okay yeah yeah so this was like my big move to the city i was interning at the un actually oh yeah yeah but more importantly than that i was i was i was fucking <laughs> <laughs> more importantly i was being slutty <laughs> yeah 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 world peace sure <laughs> you know slutting out- in the wild hoeing that's what they call it on the internet oh um, I, uh, I've, uh, I didn't know the terminology. Um, I'm new to that. Me but too. Yeah. So I met this guy and he was late and to the date and I was like, mm, is he even going to show? And, uh, when he did, he showed up full suit pocket square and total, total regalia it was so hot. <laughs> like, I, like conventionally attractive to the max um just like absolutely stunning like muscular like that's not even normally my type i like someone a little fluffy you know mm-hmm. um i know i like a little weirdo i always like i'm dating right now is conventionally attractive but usually my type is like a bit like straight where they're like you know like their eyes are kind of haunted or like something like that they're like you're like oh you're cute but also like what's the deal here <laughs> yeah i love an awkward person i think it's because i'm kind of awkward and if someone's slightly more awkward than me i feel much more in control <laughs> but uh he was really steering the ship and we went to this bar that was the it was it was really beautiful there was like glass windows you could see the city it was like pretty high up um and like he orders a drink and the server did not know what the drink was That's so weird. I had somebody, when I was bartending the other night, somebody came up and said, can I have a mango old-fashioned? And said it to me like it was like a normal, 
like it like i i thought i missed i thought he got confused and he was ordering two to step like a mango white claw and an elephant and i say like, pardon me and he goes a mango old-fashioned i'm like that's not what that's disgusting that's so much confidence whiskey like- and mango like what it's like, do you think we're at Starbucks? There's no mystery menu yeah, in here. Yeah, like, also, what is, somebody came up and was like, I'll have a Boulevardier. And I was like, pardon me. I was like, look around, look where you are, first of all. I know that is probably, like, it is a drink. But I'm like, you knew you were going to have to explain it to me. So just say what you want. Don't come up here with that. I'll have a Boulevardier. Okay. Yeah, you knew he wanted to explain it. Yeah, and he did. And he did get to. Yeah, that's a move. I wonder if that, it's like a power move. Like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, he's like, oh, sweetie, it's fucking mezcal and whatever the... Or I can't remember. I think it was like a Negroni, but like with... I can't re- I can't even remember. Anyway, sorry, keep going. No, I feel like at a bar you get... You, you really see a lot of humanity. You oh, see a lot uh, of the... It, you, who knew how much ego could come out through a drink order? Truly, yeah. Yeah, it's not just the tipping end where you see who's the douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this guy was like, nobody knew the drink, not a single person. He was like, go check with other people. He just wouldn't tell he them. He didn't even know what it was? He did. He wouldn't tell them what was in the drink. Oh, I'm it out was, of there. It was, I know, but here's the thing. I was, it was, it was such a display for me that I was like, I want to know everything about this man. <laughs> I do. I do get that. There are certain people who are like, wow, I hate you and I want to be around you forever. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, you're like, you're like, what are they going to say next? Yeah, yeah. That was definitely my MO. And he was, he was clearly very into himself, but like uh, something I couldn't figure it out until, I couldn't figure out what was up until later on. But uh, he like was very proud to let me know he worked in venture capital. I was <laughs> like, okay, you can pay for the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no pressure. And yeah, so I was I like, like to pay for it. Be, when they're trying to, I pay for it as a power move. Oh. <laughs> they hate, they do not like that. <laughs> you slap a card down, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I usually split. Now you don't owe me a blowjob. <laughs> no, yeah, I do. I, I always, I'm like, well, spit, I don't know. Yeah, or like, I don't know. It's like, okay, you pay for the drinks and then I'll pay for the pizza later or whatever. But like, yeah, I've never been a pay for my shit on a date. I don't know. It just makes me feel uncomfortable, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't feels- like it. Yeah, it's very transactional. Yeah, and it's also like kind of old fashioned too. Where like, well, number one, I feel guilty, and then number two, yeah, I yeah, I think part of it is like I'm not. Yeah, I'm like I don't need you to pay for it. Like I can pay for my own fucking. I do high like life. what you said about though the like I'll pay for one thing, you pay for another thing. I once learned somewhere that you get a lot of joy if when you do a favor for someone, and then mm-hmm. you get also pos- uh, also a nice amount of joy when someone does a favor for you so i oh, feel like yeah. you're really maximizing like the you're like dopamine the dopamine for the day. yeah <laughs> yeah if if you're not yeah i guess that does feel better than splitting it is yeah you're right yeah but i do think i let him pay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know yeah. if you're flashing your wallet around i it, i'll normally go dutch but not if you're if not if you're like peacocking your wealth like that yeah I remember, yeah, I went on a Tinder date with this guy in, like, the first day. Yeah, it was that was the thing. Like, he got, we went to, like, a cocktail bar, and we, well, he was drinking more than me, but, like, he was, you know, insisted on paying for it, and it was, like, probably, like, 80 bucks, you know, 
which isn't like insane but and then i we went somewhere else and got food and i paid for the food and he was like he was like what and he was like he's like wow okay like he like acted like no one had ever like paid for anything and it was kind of weird i was like i don't know who you're usually like dating but i didn't think it was i thought that was pretty normal and then i found out how much money he made at the next date and i was like oh yeah you can you can pay for everything ah uh, it all came <laughs> together that's funny for the uh, listener i look like death warmed over today anyways go, go, keep going that's funny yeah maybe no one had ever paid for you know i think i don't want to be you know i don't want to like oh god i'm so sick um it's yeah it's like a fine line of i don't want to be like you know i guess i'm not out like other girls you know i don't want to say that but i think there are like there are certain women that you date that are would not pay for anything and wouldn't expect to pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. And don't want to. Yeah. I remember a friend was telling me, he was like, yeah, I just don't have enough money to date right now. And I'm That's like... That's crazy, yeah. Especially in some places. Here in Chicago, there's so many free places. I yeah. basically live at the conservatory. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Garfield Park or the Lincoln Park conservatories. You get a lot of... I, I went on a date there last weekend. That is a fun date. One time I went on a date at the Lincoln Park one, but we were doing mushrooms. So I was kind of getting a little scared in there. It would be, like, really hot or, like, a weird smell would hit me, and I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, that could be terrifying. It was, like, the worst weather. So when we walked outside, it was, like, freezing cold. It's it's hard to be uncomfortable when you're on mushrooms. Mm, yeah. That's a shame because there's so much beauty there, but I could also see how the plants could be really terrifying. It was more the – it wasn't the plants' fault. It was more the, like – like one time I did mushrooms at the aquarium too, and it's the same thing where like the fish were, they were dancing for me. It was so beautiful. But then like a kid would be next to me like with shit all over his face, and I was like, oh, huh. and like peeing was like the worst. It's it's like all this like stimulus, too much. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. It's the humans that ruin it. Yes. I I wound up at the the other week. I was at. Um, the state park, the Dunes National Park. Oh, yeah. I love the dunes. And I was the only one on the beach. I brought, like, a beach chair. and It was very cold. I was going to say, the other week. Yeah, it was freezing. It, it's so windy. Yeah, I I drove out there to pick up something for Facebook Marketplace because I love a good deal more oh, than yeah. the environment. So, just... Uh, no, I'm burping. <laughs> You're good. We're getting all of the sounds. <laughs> yes, <seriously>. Perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the dunes in the summer, though, amazing. Yeah, it's a so cool place. I have had some really beautiful days there. Once you get past the, when you first get to the beach and you're like, wow, this is like Indiana, like, and it feels like it. And then if you walk past like the 2,000 people in the small area and you just get down the beach, amazing. Yeah, when I was there, it was just me alone, and then at one point, six furries showed up. I'm Wait, not even kidding. You know what? I was last... in Rosemont last night, and there was like definitely a convention, because three furries crossed the road in front of me, and then I drove a little farther, and then there was just another guy with a tail, and I was like, oh. <laughs> furries at the beach, interesting. Yeah, yeah, they were filming something. I don't even like wearing my shoes at the beach. Yeah, they were full, full out. Wow. They were running, and I was like, getting sand out of all of that fur. Can you imagine? No, yeah, wow. A and nightmare. those are not cheap either. No, I think you're right that there is a convention going on. I'm, it's 
the, the furry energy feels strong right now. It is, yeah. I think it's a lot more popular than we know. Certainly. Certainly that I know. Man, I wish I could get someone on here who's a furry. Oh, that would be very interesting. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. I've been derailing here. Oh, it's cool. I'll keep an eye out, though, for furries for you. <laughs> yeah. If I see another one, I'll, I'll give them your business card. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I... Um, uh, back to this date where there was less fur involved. He was pretty smooth mm-hmm, as a person. Um, and I was like, I, I, I got to go home with him. I want to see how this guy lives. I just, I just was soaking it all up. I was just, mm-hmm. it felt like big kid in the city moment. I was like, I, I just want to know your world, like a part of your world. <laughs> so I like, I go back to his place and um, it's, it's like overlooking. I don't think it was Central Park, but it was one of the other bigger parks of Chicago. It was a studio, but it was like the nicest studio you could find. And um yeah, uh we we were like making out and on his bed and the <coughs> at one point um he he bumped his nose on my head and he he got a bloody nose. <laughs> And Yours must have been kind of getting wild. How do you smack his head? And I know. Head? He was like on top of me. I don't even know. I think I, we both made a sudden movement. <laughs> and the the result was a collision of a forehead. I have a really strong forehead. <laughs> like it lifts. <laughs> like he might have had a six pack, but I had a forehead of steel. <coughs> That's really what I bring to the table. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm I'm pretty soft everywhere else, but <laughs> a strong forehead. a strong forehead and it, it really did some damage. Yeah, and he was like bleeding it he bled on me and I I grew up having nosebleeds, so I was pretty used to my own blood, but that was a unique experience to have somebody else's blood on me on your face. Um and he was kind of embarrassed and like we like scampered over to the bathroom to clean it up and uh you know like ran over we're both in our panties um, <laughs> and i guess he had never had a nosebleed before i really not knocked him out in his whole life yeah wow. i remember him being like uh, pretty flustered it is you know it's like an intimate space to be like hooking up with someone and then to have that happen um, so I, I, I gave him some tricks. I was like, hey, this is, just lean your head forward, you know. I've um, had very few nosebleeds in my life. So, yeah, I will say when I get them, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, one time I was just, like, sitting on the toilet at work, and my nose just started, like, gushing. And I was like, what the fuck is going And it was so, like, it happened, it's so random. It's like- so quick. It's so quick. I was at this noodles place Last week, I get no. I'm a frequent flyer. I've got the punch cards for these nosebleeds, and I was eating. I think it for noodles. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I, it's actually it was my first time there, and I got some some pasta and a little bit of tomato soup, but that was really risky for me because I'm a messy eater, and I the whole time I was trying to be so careful and not get any of the tomato soup on my white shirt because I you know I had a I had a set to do later. And I finished the soup and I'm like, victory. And I swear, like 30 seconds later, I get a nosebleed and it gets it gets on me. 
and you know that's the way that's how life is a lot of times I uh, I uh, used all of their napkins though, and I got it out for the most part. So, uh, whatever. At that point, it was you gotta you deal with the blood you're dealt. You know, mm-hmm. ain't that the um, truth? Um, yeah. So with this guy with the blood, yeah. Like I like I told him I was like, you know, this was this was not the bodily fluid I was expecting to get on me tonight. <laughs> uh, this is not the facial I was looking for, but okay. No. Uh, he, I thought he handled it like a champ, though. He was like, you know, the night's not over yet. <laughs> um, which I, uh, for me, like, I'm a sucker for a great line. <laughs> if you yeah. can, if you can, if you can hit hit me as with a line as quick as I'll hit you with one, like, we're gonna fuck. <laughs> it's kind of that's like, um, that's it. So, so we did. Uh, yeah, we once the blood was settled, we we did we did we did hook up, um, and it was it was fine. It was pretty average. It was like nothing to write home about. Um, but what was so funny is afterwards we were laying, and I was like, "Wow, you're like you know my forehead very strong." But I could not. I just w- don't really have that much experience with abs, so I was like, "Wow." And he he was kind of like reserved about it. He was like, "You know, I I he's it was like, I used to have an eight pack." And that's when I realized he was insecure about his body because he only had a six pack. <laughs> and I was stunned because he lost too. <laughs> I was like, when he was so strong, I was like, listen, I've been practicing push ups. I can do like seven push ups right now. And he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you want to see? <laughs> so, like, I just get out of his bed post cuddling and I'm like, these are all of the push ups <laughs> I can do. Um, and I I think he was probably impressed. <laughs> um, I would be impressed. Can yeah. you still do seven? No, I can't. But I've been <laughs> I, I've been regaining my strength to do some push ups. I'm trying to get stronger. Um, I I have this dream of doing a pull up. Oh, um, I can't even hang from it. Yeah, it's really hard. I don't understand how people are doing that. Yeah, it's super hard. Um, I have a good friend who, um who's very strong and can like practically hang on a pole sideways and I'm like you, the skill yeah, I mean the core strength yeah apparently pull-ups are it's your back it's not really your arms they say oh or someone said that to me so if you did, if you tell me something I'll just believe it's true and tell everyone else uh, yeah no I I, I I I am none the wiser I know so little about um the body really yeah, um, and i don't want to either i never took an anatomy class i barely took a science class in high school <laughs> but if if it's back muscles that allow the pull-up to happen i'm ready to get ripped <laughs> ripped absolutely Backpack. ripped back <laughs> yeah i just don't want like you know some people they lose their neck i guess when oh, they get yeah. really strong yeah. i haven't seen it so much with women though but but i'm sure they're out there but no, I was pretty. But I, I was, I was in in the nude doing push-ups on <laughs> this guy's floor, like an absolute athlete. <laughs> he actually, he like got up and did more push-ups than me, which oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like rude. Um, yeah, it was. That was such a such a funny. It was. It's so interesting to see people. You know, like I, I'm. I'm I'm a I'm a bigger bigger lady 
and it was so interesting seeing someone so that I would think is like the pinnacle of conventional attractiveness being so insecure about losing two packs of an app. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> what? Where, oh, you got to develop your personality, my man. <laughs> it does make you think because yeah, you like see, you know, you see all these people on the Internet and you're like, wow, they must they must be perfectly happy with their little, you know, their perfectly like conventional bodies and they all hate themselves too. Yeah, yeah. It turns out the grass is always greener mm-hmm. on the other ab, you know. It's, <laughs> that's true. I'm going to get that put on a, a wooden uh, rustic sign. <laughs> I love that. I might get it tattooed on my one little jib where the where the abs are below hiding. <laughs> Your jib. <laughs> Is that a technical term? Yeah, I think so. Is it really? I, I, I mean... <laughs> okay, I guess I, you do know something about anatomy after No, all. no. I mean, it's it's only technical. I think a jib is any, like, little piece of fat that just sort oh, of... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, the yeah, jibbies. Yeah. Like, if you get the little back rolls. Yeah, yeah, totally. One little guy is just a jib. Interesting. I hope that's not, like, an offensive word in anybody's, culture. like, background or culture. <laughs> because... <laughs> That's just what we learned uh, in South Florida. <laughs> so that's your culture, then. That's the that thing. is my culture. Yeah, South Floridian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. Uh, so. On an overnight rafting trip, I pooped my pants while making eye contact with a middle-aged woman. I waited too long in my sleeping bag, because cozy, in parentheses, uh, to make it to the communal shitter. And this is also in parentheses, it says the groover. I don't know what that means, but that must be like rafting. Is that what they would call it? Does that make sense? I don't know. Uh, Oh, dozy people always do have weird little folksy nicknames or stuff. Um... Okay, um, so the, I, the communal shitter had a line, and I was next, but this woman was distracting me from keeping my dookie in. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to say, I can't talk right now, or please shut up. So I just listened to her and shit my pants while <laughs> maintaining full eye contact. She had no idea. <laughs> wow, that that is an amazing story, and it's... Okay, I don't know if this is too much behind the curtains, but I actually, I I know the person who, who was at that show. Who did this then? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's my roommate. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so wild. Uh, it's a, yeah, small world, because uh, I uh, was up on one of the shows recently, so she came out. Oh, um, that's a, I have some in here that I'm like, I super know who sent that one. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I think that one, if you're, yeah, it's it's tough because I feel like, you know, I think when nature calls, you know, yes. sometimes someone is full eye contacting you. I If she actually, if the middle-aged woman really didn't have any idea, <laughs> your roommate must be have such like a poker face because if I was shitting you would know <laughs> yeah I would give my face would super give it away <laughs> yeah yeah I but I will say once I I, I would got, be like I would be horrified <laughs> yeah I think you can be pretty discreet though especially if you're layered like if you like I once was in an improv class in the middle of winter and 
I had been sick a couple days prior, but was feeling a lot better. Uh, but my bowels disagreed, mm-hmm. and I isn't that weird? Why why do you have diarrhea when you have a, like a cold or whatever? I mean, you're like maybe it's a flu, but why yeah. does it have to be all at once? Yeah, they're really working in tandem. Um, Disgusting. I I did diarrhea in an improv class though, <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe people knew, but they never told me that they knew. <laughs> so yeah, what did you do? Did you? <laughs> you're like and scene <laughs> so this was at the second city the second city um, i've heard a lot about it and i i left the room went to the bathroom and i cleaned up as best as i could and then i all my stuff was still in the room and there was about 15 minutes left in class and i wanted to use all of the skills i had just been learning in the final <laughs> exercises but i also still had um dookie remnants in my <laughs> in my in my bottoms because um, you can only clean so much uh-huh. um, so I went in and improved for 15 more minutes <laughs> honestly I feel like improvisers well okay I don't want to I don't want to generalize but one time when I was doing a show at Second City I walked into one of the dressing rooms and I was like Jesus Christ it was the stickiest place I've ever seen they were so sort of smelly so I don't think they'd notice it. That's funny. Because, you know, improv is all about playing like you're a child. And maybe they're also accessing the ooey-gooeyness of childhood, too. Maybe they're just working harder and they work up a sweat. Mm, like athletes when you go into the gym and you're yeah. like, this is bad. <laughs> improv foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, my former boyfriend... Um, he did something like this too, where he was at a bar. He was like, he was studying abroad in France, and he was just at a bar, and he's really drunk. He's waiting for the bathroom, and these two girls are talking out to him, and it's the same thing where he said he just couldn't find a way out of the conversation, and they wouldn't stop talking to him, and he was like too drunk to to just be like, I gotta go. So he just stood in front of the bathroom and just pissed his pants. <laughs> and he said the same thing; they didn't notice. <laughs> he just fully pissed his pants. Wow. <laughs> Just out of like politeness, didn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure he's pretty blacked out at the time as well. Oh, okay. It doesn't help with your decision making. I have found. But. Was he Midwestern? Because Midwestern mm-hmm. politeness yep. is unbelievable. Yep. Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But- we'll, we'll shit our pants. <laughs> You'll do what Before it takes. Before saying goodbye too fast. <laughs> Love that. One of the rudest things you can do. An Irish goodbye. No, thank you. Um, God, I'm disgusting. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. One time I got a spider bite in my butt crack, very close to the hole, <laughs> that got infected, and my very attractive doctor had to cut it open and drain out all the pus. Devastating. <laughs> my old roommate had one of those. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a word for it. Um,. It's like, oh, it's like a cyst that like, if, cause he's like really, he's like Italian and super hairy. It's like, a, it happens a lot when you're like kind of hairier and it, it happens at the base of your spine like that. And you, you got this big cyst and he said, <laughs> same thing. Like the nurse that was helping the doctor was like smoking hot and he had to bend over the table and let them like crack open the cyst and like drain it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That that is to be to to be yeah to be exposed like that with a doctor 
or a other any medical professional of any level of hotness it's just really <laughs> i wonder if there it seems like they're probably totally desensitized to it and they're just like whatever let's let's blow this thing open but like to us we're like you're a hunk though you know yeah yeah really we're like well we could go on a date later hypothetically <laughs> yeah that'd be extremely unethical um okay i'll read you one i wonder how the spider got into the crack though it seems like if spiders can crawl into our mouth while we're sleeping which apparently that could just be made up but i hear that all the time where they're like humans eat seven spiders but if they can crawl into our mouths they can crawl into our butt cracks i guess that's true Ugh, i wouldn't but um okay okay one more uh one night in college i went out drinking with my roommate to make a long story short i barely made it home before passing out in a chair i re- regained consciousness an hour later to my roommate cleaning vomit off of my chest i had barfed all over myself while passed out on that chair i distinctly remember hearing him say this is what a real friend looks like you motherfucker <laughs> i immediately went back to sleep <laughs> i love that i know that one's about friendship yeah that's beautiful i've cleaned i've cleaned up quite a bit of my friend's puke though to be honest i had this one friend that was like in college she was a puker and i always had to clean i remember one time she was eating like she's always on some like she's always trying to eat healthy and stuff so all like all she ate was kale and then she had 400 vodka sodas or whatever and then barfed on my, my boyfriend's floor wow nothing <laughs> like but all fiber. kale <laughs> one time too we were at this frat party and she well, I'd been making them for her, so I do have to take some of the the blame for this. But we were, I was making these, they're like a bar you could just make a drink. And I've been making these drinks with like Hawaiian punch. So, so when red. she, yes, when she threw up, it looked like she was being like exercised. It, she like, oh, we got so close to this. Cause she knew she's in people were running to the bathroom and we got so close. She was like two feet from the toilet. I don't think a drop of the puke went in the toilet. She just like painted the walls and it was this, it was like truly projectile and it was bright red. This is one of the dirtiest frats I've ever seen. And so we just, I did not clean that one up. This is, they won't even notice. (laughs) Yeah. It goes with the decor. Oh, they're they're like communal showers were so nasty. I'm sober. I can't even. One of the most, just like mountains of empty Irish spring body wash bottles and mold. Oh, so gross. (laughs) Oh, I'm a chronic not take the bottles out of the Are shower. You? Yeah, it's my worst trait. I am between the two. Half of me doesn't want to waste, so if there's even a drop left, I want to get it out. But then the other half of me, I like to like declutter, so it's it's hard. It's a hard line to walk. I'll swoosh in <coughs> some water. Oh, and then yeah. get that last draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the your Hawaiian punch story reminded me of a time when I was in college, and I um went to the bathroom and my number two was blue <laughs> just just radiant blue and i was scared because <laughs> again i think i mentioned i science very little and i had no idea what that could be a sign of uh, but my roommate was pre-med and i like i was like do i show her this because this is i might be dying and she looked at it and she's like oh that's that's uh 
Yeah, that's very blue, and it's probably from the cupcakes we had yesterday. <laughs> you had blue cupcakes. Yeah, the icing yeah. was probably poison. <laughs> Honestly, it clearly uh, my body could not process a single drop of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Our live story comes from Arlita Hall. Um, you can see Arlita at the Second City, and she also runs a show at the Lincoln Lodge called My Best Friend is Black. Here's Arlita Hall. Gross shit, I don't be trying to talk about it all the time. So let's just talk about it tonight only. <laughs> all right, so let's start off. We already have like the lady like, you know, the emblem of the hairy and the shave. Let's talk about shaving. All right. <laughs> okay, so I shaved my vagina the other day, all right? Y'all, anybody here done that before? Okay, and I, y'all did that, y'all did that. Okay, I know you did, okay. I did that, okay. And I cut the shit out of myself. But not like at the top, but like at the bottom lip, like inside. Where's Broadway? You know what I'm saying? Where's red pink at? Where's scared the fuck out of you? So when I did it, I was like, I did it in the bathroom. I was just shaving away because I was like, I'm a pro, I'm shaving. <laughs> you a pro, you shaving. <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> And then I did what, you know, most of us do when we have anything going on down there. I went to the mirror and I cocked my leg up and I was like, you gotta get a photo. You gotta get a picture. And I was like, that's not good enough. You just got in the shower, your camera's fucked up. Need another one. So I'm looking at the photo, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do with that. Like, cause I was supposed to have like sex that night. And I was like, this is fucked up. So I was like, I can't go tonight. I'm supposed to go, I'm trying to gotta go tomorrow. So what do I do? So I live with my stepmom, and my stepmom is a boomer. I call her my bonus mom. She's here tonight. Let's give it up for her. Hey, So I come out of the bathroom, and she was watching the news. And I was like, can you pause the news? I have something to talk to you about. She was like, what? I was like, look at this picture. <laughs> I'm like, no, really look at it, focus. What can I do about that? <laughs> what is that? I'm like, that's my vagina. Why does it look like that? <laughs> I was like, okay, I was trying to shave. And why are you shaving that much? Anybody you fucking that wants you to have your vagina shaved that much is a pedophile. <laughs> Y'all kids are different nowadays. You don't have to have all that hair off. I'm like, oh my God, heal me. So. <laughs> I did get healed with some plantain extract, if anybody here cares to know something like that. If you ever have an open wound anywhere on you, plantain extract works, okay? All right, now that we got that strong too. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, um, bacterial infections. Let's talk about it. Um, I don't get them anymore, and let's talk about why it took me a long time to grow up and stop getting them. I was wiping myself the wrong way. <laughs> Did any, is anybody in here like me to wipe themselves the wrong way? Because y'all still wiping y'all the wrong way. Let's talk about it. 
Now you're supposed to go back and in out. Did you know that? Yeah. Yes. Oh man. If you bring it up, you scoop shit in. Oh my God, you fuck yourself up. Okay, I didn't know that at first. But um, boric acid pills help. You can get them on Amazon. <laughs> You need to take those anyway, between sex and periods, they really help. This is, these are, these, this, this is some helpful shit, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, y'all didn't know this shit was gonna come with some fun facts. Um, let's talk about drinking. Y'all drink. Let's see if y'all gonna clap for this one. Do y'all drink and drive? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all the type of people I would rob a bank with, okay? <laughs> okay, look, so I'll be the one to tell the story when I drink and drive, okay? All right, I got a DUI for it, okay? So when you get a DUI, they put this, well, not when you get a DUI, because some people get a DUI when you're rich and nothing happens, you know? <laughs> when you're a regular person <laughs> and when you're black, hey, <laughs> You get a DUI, shit fucking happens. You be accountable for that shit. So um, I have this device in my car. Now, um, they put this thing in your car that you have to blow into for your vehicle to start. Not only do you have to blow into it for 60 seconds, it traps the breath, analyzes it, and then it tells you if it's good enough for your car to start. Not only does it analyze it for alcohol, it also analyzes if you blew strong enough, if it's enough breath in the device for it to even calculate. Anybody ever sucked dick before? <laughs> so I'm getting in my Jeep Cherokee, you know, I'm just trying to just start my car, all right? Now I'm picking up the dick of my car. <laughs> and I'm taking in this big ass deep breath. Like, the dick that I've always sucked, the real human dick, I've never had to like, do it like this. Let's just start, okay? So, I pick up my device, I take a deep breath in. <gasps> and then you blow. And then I get judged on how good of a dick I suck. <laughs> That's never happened in real life. You've never been down there and they like, uh, it's not good enough, bitch. <laughs> get back down there for another minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then your car would literally not start. It's like, fuck it, I'll just lock out. I'm like, oh my God, how many times I gotta suck my car dick? Like, <laughs> I literally don't suck dick anymore. Like, I tried it and the last time I tried to suck dick, it was so bad. And I just looked up at him like, he ain't even gonna start up. <laughs> don't drink and drive. That's, that's, the, that's all I got for that. Um, let's talk about death. <laughs> Anybody ever died? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Is this heaven? <laughs> No, so I uh, did lose someone this year. My father, my father passed away. So um, I will give a, I don't know how many minutes I got. I should have timed myself. What you did? Fuck it, let's just talk about it, all right? <laughs> I'm just making 
make sure y'all stay here. Okay, like, so I used to caregive for my dad. My father was a person with Alzheimer's, okay? So I was a caregiver for him. Full time through, me and my bonus mom, we were his care pair. So um, we utilized the improv to caregive for my daddy. We yes and the fuck my daddy whole way through. So now it's time for death. Boom, dies on us. Ooh, death. So he laid down in the bed. I find my daddy dead, all right? I'm going there, I'm like, he don't look the same. I'm like, I think he did. So I'm going to tell Charmaine. I'm like, Charmaine, I think my daddy did. Shit. I don't think he did. Just go to bed. <laughs> I was like, we need to check. She was like, I was like, I don't know how to check for a post. I need to do the check for a post. She was like, I don't know how to check for a post. I'm like, could you please check my daddy post? She like, I was a teacher. <laughs> so she go over my daddy body. I'm not, this is, this ain't no bullshit, y'all. He laying there, dead as hell. <laughs> this I'm checking his post. <laughs> I just think he's asleep. I'm like, I'm like, he is dead. <laughs> now, well, my daddy originally, y'all know how people as they get sick, they lose a lot of weight, they shrivel on down. So they came in the, the coroners, whatever. They came in to wrap my daddy up. Now. If y'all ever, ever witnessed somebody get wrapped to death, I don't know if this is making any sense. So, <laughs> they come there wrapping my daddy up. Now they wrapping him up fast as fuck now. <laughs> Before he had Alzheimer's, they had wrapped him like a burrito. But since he was sick, his ass looking more like an egg roll. <laughs> he was little as hell, they strolled him out, you know what I'm saying? Like I watched him all the way through. Now. My daddy was the first person in our family that wanted to be cremated. Now, we all know the difference between cremation and a typical burial, right? $15,000. Did somebody die? It's <laughs> <laughs> just not gonna have life. <laughs> Is that death? <laughs> you just cracked me the fuck up. Okay, look. Okay, so he wants to be cremated, right? So. We saved a whole lot of money, y'all. So if anybody here planning on being buried, don't fucking do that shit. That's ignorant as hell. <laughs> it costs about $4,000 to just get cremated. Just do that. So they called me like, Arlita, this is the funeral home. They're like, um, week before my daddy memorial. 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 <laughs> okay. So week before his memorial, I'm like, where's my daddy ashes? They was like, um, could you sit down, Arlita? I'm like, I'm sitting. What's up? <sighs> We need you to know that cremation is irreversible. <laughs> I was like, what you say? Fuck it. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> cremation is irreversible. I'm like, sweetheart, if you don't cook my motherfucker dead, <laughs> he came in that season. <laughs> but nah, <laughs> in real life, just a wrap it up on a happy note. I am making a documentary about my daddy, y'all, and how I used the improv to communicate with him. I got my second grant from the city of Chicago. Yeah. So, I'm not going to do a whole lot, but if y'all could just subscribe to my website, watch the trailer, tell somebody, we all, that's one thing we all got in common, we all agent. So if y'all could just go to findingyourlaughter.com. I'm going to sing it again at findingyourlaughter.com. Thank you so much, I've been our leader. Give it up for you. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Elaine Golden. 
Yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram at the Golden Elaine, and I've got shows all around Chicago. So come on out, add me on Instagram, um, and yeah, come get these hahas. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is "Type of Wound" by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.